Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Few people can boast having survived a plane crash. What about surviving two plane crashes, one after the other? You think it's impossible? Well, this guy did. And you know the name of the lucky man who survived two plane crashes in succession. It's Ernest Hemingway. Hemingway's biography is far richer than that of the characters from his books. He was a skilled boxer, a passionate hunter and fisherman, and a journalist. He had more energy than a dozen men put together. No wonder he'd been crazy about Africa for many years. The scale, the atmosphere, the danger… It all suited him perfectly in the vast territories of that wild continent. In 1933, Hemingway finished his book Winner Take Nothing and spent all the profits on putting his lifelong dream into practice. He went to Lake Tanganyika, where he made a camp, hired servants and guides from the local tribe, and started going hunting. In January 1934, Hemingway came back from yet another safari and got sick with intestinal amoebic dysentery. Each day, he was getting worse. He was delirious and severely dehydrated. They sent a plane for him, which took the ill rider to an English hospital in Dar es Salaam, the capital of the territory. He spent a week there, had a course of therapy, and started to recover. For most travelers, that would have been enough to fall out of his love with Africa forever. But not Hemingway. He finished his hunting season quite successfully, and later described his African experience in two books. He devoted Miss Mary's lion to his wife and her long lion hunt. Green Hills of Africa is an autobiographic book, a travelogue in fact. He wrote later that he never knew of a morning in Africa that he didn't wake up happy. It's no wonder that his passion for adventures drew him back there again. On January 21, 1954, Hemingway made a Christmas present for his dear wife Mary Welsh. Together with pilot Roy Marsh, they set out from Nairobi to visit the Belgian Congo in a small plane. They flew above the Kenyan highlands, the Serengeti Valley inhabited by hundreds of animals, and a huge volcano with a 12 miles wide crater. By evening, they arrived at the Belgian Congo. After a night in a hotel in Uganda, they were up in the air again, above Lakes George and Albert in the western Rift Valley and the 400-foot Murchison Falls. The Nile here descends gradually, rather than abruptly plunging down like Niagara. This is one of the most difficult to reach and spectacular places in Uganda, inhabited by hundreds of crocodiles, elephants, lions, and other big animals. They came down to a lower height and had a chance to see the powerful foamy flow. As Marsh circled over the falls for the third time, he saw a flight of ibis in front of the plane and dove sharply underneath them. The plane's propeller and tail got hooked on an old telegraph wire. The pilot had to crash land in the heavy bush close to the White Nile, bustling with crocodiles. But that was only the beginning. Mary had two broken ribs, and Hemingway himself had a shoulder sprain. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Only the pilot remained unhurt. They had to spend that ill-fated night in the brushwood at Murchison Falls. They made a fire to scare off elephants and predators, while Roy Marsh was sending up an SOS, repeating the plane's call sign, Victor Love Item, Victor Love Item. The team of the British Overseas Airways Corporation, which was flying above the crash site, didn't hear the signal. The pilot said that he'd seen traces of a plane crash and decided that the passengers could have survived and gone in search of a shelter. There were two planes searching around the territory, but they failed to find the survivors. The next day, Hemingway and Roy Marsh were able to flag down a passing riverboat, Merchantson, which took them to Butiaba on the western shore of Lake Albert. During their journey on the steamer, Hemingway found out that it had been shot in the movie The African Queen starting Catherine Hepburn, who he really admired. By the time they got to Butiaba, thanks to an international telegraph, rumor had it that one of the greatest living writers was in a plane crash in the middle of Africa. It was the year before Hemingway got a Pulitzer Prize for The Old Man in the Sea, and his popularity was enormous. The media suspected that he hadn't survived. There were two men waiting for them on arrival. A policeman, Williams, and a pilot, Reginald Cartwright. Reginald was lucky to have traced Hemingway's route up to Butiaba. He had a small plane that was waiting for them, ready to bring the writer and his wife to Entebbe. Hemingway wasn't happy about flying again. He thought it was better to go by car, but Cartwright convinced him that it was totally okay. The three of them, Ernest, Mary, and Roy Marsh, the pilot of the crashed plane, squeezed into the Rapide. Hemingway later wrote for his article in Look Magazine, that for a third of their takeoff distance, he was thinking they'd never get off the ground. Yet they kept making attempts at the maximum speed, jumping from one hill to another like a mountain goat. All of a sudden, they found themselves in the air, but only for a few seconds. After that, the plane fell to the ground again with the sound of tearing metal, something they'd gotten used to hearing in the last couple of days. The fuel tank was torn off the right wing, and it set on fire. The pilot, Mary and Roy Marsh, were the first to get out of the plane. Hemingway was left behind and had to push the door with his head, since his hands and arms were already injured. When Hemingway was finally out, his hair was on fire. After a night in a hotel in Uganda, Hemingway had to fly again to Nairobi, fortunately without any mishaps. It was there, in the new Stanley Hotel that the writer dictated a 15,000-word account for Look Magazine of what had happened to him. He also had the rare chance to read his own obituary in the newspapers, sent to him from around the world. The world media soon spread the happy news that Hemingway had survived two crashes, one right after the other. It cost him a lot, though. In a letter to his friend, he wrote that his kidneys, liver, and spleen were injured. He had a concussion, burns on his head and face, and a dislocated hand and foot. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, 
Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. He also partially lost his sight and hearing. On February 15th, two weeks after the second crash, Newsweek reported that the indestructible Papa, as Hemingway was nicknamed, hadn't obeyed his doctor's order to take a complete rest and climbed Mount Kilimanjaro. This, of course, was a bit too extravagant even for Hemingway. The true story was less impressive but heartrending. After his short recovery, he went to the beach camp on the Kenyan coast where he'd been scheduled to do some fishing with his son Patrick. He was in too much pain to go out on the water more than a couple of times. But when a big brush fire started near the camp, he couldn't stay put and went to help the firefighters. They pleaded with him not to, but he insisted and, since he was still weak and dizzy, he lost his balance and fell right into the flames. He got light burns on his face, chest, stomach and legs, and very bad ones on his left hand and right arm. The experience he had during their Christmas trip to Africa inspired Hemingway to write two more books, The Snows of Kilimanjaro and The Short Happy Life of Francis Macomber. In 1999, on Hemingway's 100th birthday, a popular British actor, Michael Palin, tried to repeat the roots of the writer's journeys, after which he published a book, Hemingway Adventure. Palin didn't have to go through the illnesses, air crashes, and other mishaps that Hemingway went through. But he admitted that it was an exhausting and sometimes dangerous trip that would be too stiff to handle for most people. For Westerners, the wild parts of Africa are a true test of courage and endurance. <laughs>